0: Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. Money FM 89.3, it is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. An interesting topic that we're discussing today, it's all about dealing with success.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Dealing with success is a, is a problem that uh, blights not just sports stars, but people like me and you. So the question to you, Elliot, how do you deal with your success?
0: I'm not even sure if I can say I'm successful.
1: <laughs> we, we, but We'll uh, leave that for the public
0: to decide, yeah, I guess. You're right. I mean, that's life. Well, today, the reason we're talking about dealing with success is there are a couple of big stars that are dealing with success in their own way. I guess off the top of my head has to be this morning how... A lot of people have somewhat written Manchester City and Pep Guardiola off, saying, oh, Arsenal are surely going to take the title this season. But they've turned the tide. Yes, they have played a game more than Arsenal, but they are in top spot.
1: That result certainly caught me by surprise because at one point, it looked like Arsenal were going to run away with it. But I think Mm. we talk about dealing with success. I think there's also this aspect of learning from your successes. And I think Pep Guardiola has done that. Very, very well. He's gone up against Mm. his assistant manager who's now trying to become a manager in his own right in Mikel Mm. Arteta and I'm sure Mikel Arteta will go on to achieve success but in the here and now it's Pep Guardiola who's had so much success in the recent past that he's drawn into that to come in and reel in Arsenal and put Man City back in the driver's seat for the title.
0: It's that way of dealing with pressure. I mean, even at work, right? If you have been successful in the past or if you've done, I mean, we do a lot of events together. Um, Just like today, we've got a post-budget panel that uh, happened a while ago at UOB Plaza. But it's because we have done such events so many times in the past, even when things start to get stressful, time crunch and things like that, you know that you will pull through. You know that, that's okay. Let's just take things one step at a time and eventually, you'll see things come together nicely.
1: Yeah, certainly. You talk about that pressure element, right? I think that's Mm. what makes the difference between being super successful and just being you know, run-of-the-mill, so to speak. I think it's those who deal with that element of pressure. You make that example of me and you going out and doing events. Yes, every job comes with this pressure. But when you play sport out in the public sphere like that, I think the pressures are just amped up to a different level. With Man City in particular and Pep Guardiola in particular, I want to go back to that point about motivation. To go back... And want to do it again and again and again. And we've talked on this podcast about the recent allegations they've had in terms of rule breaches. I almost feel Mm. that's added fire to their belly to, to go out and achieve success on their own terms to prove that this is about football and nothing else.
0: I I want to touch on another guy who is dealing with success, and his name is none other than Tiger Woods. Um, Not just success, he's suffered multiple injuries, serious ones and very serious ones with that uh, leg injury back in 2021 February after a car crash. He's now making a comeback. A lot of people saying, yeah, it's not the same Tiger Woods. Fair enough. But he says uh, he's playing to win. Yeah, I think with
1: Tiger Woods, that fighting talk has to be a part of it. You have to build up that aura again. Because let's be honest here, Tiger Woods was at one point, when we were growing up possibly the greatest sportsman alive, then you know he fell off his perch slightly and those successes stopped coming almost, right? Mm-hmm. And you talked about mm-hmm. it there, the various injuries he's had, the accident he had. But going to this week's Genesis tournament, he's come out with fighting talk, come out with... To steal a phrase from you, all guns blazing, right? And he wants to go out there and prove that he's not there to make numbers. He's not there because this tournament is linked to his foundation. He's there to win. And I think that mindset is another aspect of success that needs to be addressed because you need to go into something wanting to do your best rather than just saying, we'll see how this takes off.
0: Yeah. I want to quote him. He says, there'll probably be a point in time when my body won't allow me to, to do that, to make that cut. And it's probably sooner than later. But, uh, you know, just playing just to be around with the guys, that is not in my DNA, that winning mentality. Exactly.
1: And that quote you talk about, he knows best when his body will tell him to stop fighting at the highest level. And as of now, he thinks he can still offer something. He can still offer himself a chance to win, offer his fans a chance to rejoice his win. And in the past six months alone, Elliot, we've seen... So many sports stars come to terms with not being able to compete at the highest level. They know they've achieved their peak of success and they're willing to retire into the sunset. The likes of Sebastian Vettel comes to mind. The likes of Mm. Roger Federer comes to mind. So it's all about assessing and being honest with yourself. And then giving yourself the best foundation to go out there and win something to be successful.
0: I like how you bring up being honest with yourself. So are Chelsea being honest with themselves? And But maybe Graham Potter is not admitting that he's in over his head.
1: Elliot, for the purpose of this segment, you might as well just cut out what we talked about last week and just put it here. Because it's the similar sort of story for Chelsea. We're going back to the money they've spent. We're going back Mm. to how much pressure there is on them to deliver. And regardless of the competition, they've floundered in the domestic cups. They've floundered in the league. And last night in the Champions League, it doesn't seem to get any better. At this point, I think Graham Potter has been quite honest in his post-match comment saying that he is feeling the pressure. He is understanding the 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 seriousness of the situation. And he does realise that while Chelsea can be talking about the long-term in terms of younger players they've brought in, it's the short-term success that's going to give you that injection to stay in the job. And at this point, very honestly, I do think Chelsea need to recalibrate their levels of success or what they hope to achieve because it's either they stick to their guns, accept Graham Potter and trust that this is going to take a while to take flight or come to terms with, the fact that Graham Potter, to your point, is probably not cut out for the level of the Chelsea job. He did very well at Brighton, but that's a different level of success. There are layers, levels to success, and Potter had a successful time at Brighton, but that success is not going to be replicated at Chelsea, unfortunately.
0: Um. So when do you know your limits of success? You know, I've always thought that in the business world, if employees or even your boss is a sportsman at some level, you know, uh, constantly goes to the gym or takes part in team or individual sports, that perhaps you're in a field where, hey, I could I could push myself more because this guy or this lady knows all about pushing barriers. But there are limits to barriers. When do you know it's time to back off? Going back to Tiger Woods, he says, you know, that time at playing at that level might be sooner rather than later. But truth is maybe it's now already yet his dna is fighting against his body
1: yeah somehow that requires a certain level of introspection almost to look within yourself i think with different sports that we're talking about certain sports are individual sports like tiger woods yeah. like golf he is best place to decide for himself in a sport like football or in like normal life me and you work in an office with other colleagues you are working with a group of people and success yeah. is not at a same level for everybody right the appetite for success is not at the same level so then you throw in expectations that come in with wanting to achieve certain things I think that's where the difference lies almost in terms of how much you want to achieve and how much can you achieve with the tools that's been given to you with Chelsea going back to the main topic we're talking about it seems the tools are in place but Getting so many people to pull in the right direction is the most hardest part of any manager, let alone a football manager. And when you are a football manager, your results are there for scrutiny for everyone. In a day-to-day life for companies, they can tide over because they they can get by almost. Yeah. But in the long term, it does have an impact
0: on what is achieved at a certain financial year or calendar year. So it's almost like there is a responsibility that comes with success in the form of I need to know what my limits are and is either I play to my limits and to my strengths or I evolve and look at other areas and other responsibilities that come with success. Because it's also about grooming the younger ones around you.
1: Yeah, certainly. I think that's where it's not just about winning trophies, to your point, right? It's not just about Mm. winning prize money. It's about what then do you do with your experience of success? And I love your segue there because that flows nicely into what we want to talk about next, which is Lewis Hamilton, an example of someone who's using that success, that platform he's created with his on-field success for greater good.
0: He has always been trying to set an example since at the start of pandemic where, you know, he was one of the biggest voices for Black Lives Matter. Uh, now he's come out to speak on the issue on the, the ban on drivers' free speech, saying it'll not prevent him from speaking out on key issues i just want to bring up this point for the sake of because uh, as someone and you would understand this uh, as well as me as someone of a minority race when i look at other people in other countries also a minority race and the hamilton example he's still the only black driver on the grid
1: yeah again that is in itself mind-boggling that of all the 20 drivers on the f1 track there's only one of a minority race and Therefore, what he says or does is certainly more amplified than the Mm. rest. He went out into the car launch. The first comment he made was, I am going to use this platform for a greater good. Do what you can because he knows the power of the Lewis Hamilton brand. I think with Lewis Hamilton over the years, when he was younger, slightly floundered, slightly didn't use that influence for the greater good, let's say. He used it for more personal indulgences like fashion, like music, like dating a pussycat doll. I mean, those are all bucket list stuff for (laughs) Lewis Hamilton. But now you can see with age comes a certain maturity, comes a certain realization that, hey, I've been in this sport for so long, yet I don't see any push for minority drivers. Yet here they are coming to then almost put a gag order on us, fighting Mm. for greater good. Something is not right here. And I'm going to take this on personally to do something. And in the likes of Sebastian Vettel, who used to be part of the grid, he had a great ally. Yes, they were great uh, competitors on the pitch yeah, but yeah. of off it they were excellent allies in terms of fighting for greater good and I think it doesn't necessarily have to be all about winning or losing on the, on the sporting Correct. arena I think it's about what you can achieve for the greater
0: good as well also, side note, it's uh, quite nice to see um, Team Mercedes go back to an all-black colour scheme for their car. Interpret that any way you want. Uh, I want to segue to uh, Ivory Coast striker Sebastian Halla, who's had a pretty successful comeback uh, at Borussia Dortmund, but all this on the back of cancer diagnosis. Yeah, that was really tragic the way Sebastian yeah. Haller succumbed
1: to cancer because he then got yeah. that big move from Ajax to Borussia Dortmund, which is, I know, one of your favourite clubs, as well as a very very well-supported club in European football. So then for him to almost suffer such a setback but come back stronger now to fight yeah. off cancer and then score the goal and doing back to doing what he loves, right? It's an excellent feel-good story that plenty people can watch and learn from but I do have massive respect because he hasn't stopped it at a personal level whereby I've completed no. my comeback against cancer. Let me then just focus on my career. He's come out and yeah. used that to raise awareness and to your point, maybe it's something that between me and you as men, we don't want to talk about so openly, our health, or our yes. our ability to overcome things. Yes. It might be an ego thing or just wanting to be the more dominant gender. And I'm being very honest here.
0: Mm. So I'm not going to put out any issues here or, or, or any personal stuff here. But I will say at the very least, you and I have something in common in the sense that we have had and uh, or are dealing with certain medical um, disabilities or, or, or weaknesses in that sense. Uh, therefore, we can relate to this story. Haller says, you know, he's a father, a brother, a son, also a husband. His first call was to his wife. He says or said there was no time to be emotional. Uh, mm. My wife had the kids. I had some other appointments. So I had to be straight. Please sit down. I need to tell you something serious. It had to be quick so she could process. You're in that position. You're married to someone. You need to share everything. You can't just avoid a few parts of the problem.
1: Look, those are very difficult conversations to have in any, yeah. any sphere, right? regardless of who you're yeah. speaking to. So again, it goes back to that complete honesty point, which we made at the yeah. top. You rather address the issue, be honest with those around you, those who love you, and be honest with yourself. And then yeah. you, you talk about me and you going through some personal ailment, shall we say. I go back to the point that various people ask me, how do you deal with it? I think it's just a mindset thing. It's just, yeah. all right, I've been dealt this card. What can I then do rather than, oh, I'm going to fold and not play on? Let's say life is a game of poker. You do the best with the cards you've been dealt with. You don't just That's true. down tools and fold and
0: from there, right? Who says it's easy being successful and uh, how some people would say, oh, it's easier being a man. Truth is, because there's that expectation, it can actually be harder. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.